Welcome to another faith-building message by Pastor Phil Pringle, leader of C3 Church. For more information about Phil and C3, please visit myc3church.net. amazing look at you you look happier you came up crying you're going down laughing I like that amen another satisfied client in Jesus name amen come on give Jesus a great clap offering yeah you can be seated you can be seated you can be seated girls thank you give the give the 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 students a big hand and now I've got like three minutes for a 45 minute message and uh I can talk fast. I'm not going to take long. I simply want to take you to 2 Timothy 1, verse 6. Yeah, you might as well stay there. It's not going to be long. Normally they go out the back and have a cigarette, but now we need to... You, you, you've seen all that smoke come in here during the service? That's, that's just so heavy on it. You know, like, give it up, guys. Yeah, yeah. If it was Canada, it would smell different to that, you know? (laughs) It's legal up there. In Canada, they legalized marijuana. So now they've got it in Coca-Cola cans and jelly beans and everywhere. Crazy. The world's gone nuts, but you're in the house of God. And God is good, right? I actually just feel like hanging around, standing and... One of the reasons we lengthen our services sometimes is that we can linger longer. Not just preach longer, but we don't preach longer. But one of the the beautiful things about Presence Conference is that it's four nights and three days of this, of embracing the atmosphere of God. When I was a kid, we did science experiments at school and they taught us who's the biology who's the biology people here this morning the biology teacher you are the biology teacher no you are the biology teacher you are the biology teacher well you know knowing about spirogyra has helped me so much in life uh and the amoeba but i tell you what i did learn in in biology which was is was really good and i'm now using it preaching miss rivers thank you that was my biology teacher. And every student had a crush on her. And she's like, the, it was just, you know, the biology teacher. And uh, she taught us about a thing called osmosis. And she put a potato in a blue dye. And overnight, we ended up with blue potato because it just gradually, osmosis went from the outside in. She said, that's how, that's how trees get water in their roots. And, and this is, that's what happens to you. Not that I'm calling you a potato. Well, no, I won't even go there. I'm just saying that it takes a little time when you're soaking for it to travel. For you to become a blue potato, you gotta hang in there. You gotta soak a little for that oil Get inside, and then something unusual happens. You find yourself a little more fearless. You're thinking clearer. You're kind of free. You're thinking, what's happened to me? You've been a presence conference, that's what. 
and you found that God has a positive effect on your life. The Holy Spirit has a powerful impact. Do not miss that opportunity just to spend time letting renewal and revival come into your life. That's why I'm reading this passage here, 2 Timothy 1 verse 6 to 7. Therefore, I remind you, I don't need to tell people anything new. I just need to remind you of what you already know to stir up the gift. I've told you once before, Paul was saying to Timothy, and now I need to tell you again, stir up the gift that is within you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So fear shuts down power. Fear makes you shut down your gift. And, and li- listen to me. Some of you might think, well, I, other people have got gifts, but I, not me. Every single person in this room has a gift. You are gifted from God. Some of you can sing and some of you cannot, right? When I looked at the dances this morning, I thought, oh, if I could only do that, but I cannot. I do not have a gift of dance or of singing, but I do have a gift of leadership and preaching. And so I'm gonna use them and stir them up. I do have a gift of prophecy, so I stir it up. Josie has a gift of mercy wherever Josie is this morning. There you are. And you saw a photo up there before. We started C3 Care Centers all over Sydney looking after marginalized people, abused women, and uh, people who need food and clothing. We've seen so many people come to Christ. Hundreds of people meet Jesus through C3 Care Center because of a gift of mercy in that girl. Amen. Yeah, give her a hand. You've got a gift. You've got a gift. One thing to clap, others say that, but every one of us need to get it activated by doing it. The way that you stir up a gift is you do it. That's all it is to it. If you have the gift of intercession, ladies, men, then you simply go and do it. If you have the gift of giving, the gift of giving is an amazing gift. I mean, I know all of these gifts are general characteristics of Christianity. Everyone should be a giver. Everybody should be merciful. Everybody should be involved in encouraging other people with like prophesying. But let me tell you this. There, with everybody, there is, a, there is an underlined characteristic of your life that is in bold letters in your spirit. That's your gift. That's your primary angle at coming at life. Uh, some people have got justice. When they see an accident, they ring the police. Other people with the gift of mercy, they see an accident, they ring the ambulance. You, you approach life from a different angle because of the gifting on the inside of you. And, and so... God is saying here, I want you to stir it up because fear has shut it down. Anxiety has shut it down. Fear of stepping out and and doing something or fear of getting involved. Today, it so happens, is our third week on Next Step. And this is the week in that four-week course where we discover what gifting we have. So you're welcome to go to that, but go to the whole course, go to the whole four weeks and you will discover your personality type and your gifting and calling. And then you can activate, plug yourself in to be on a team in church, to be involved with other things in a connect group, a certain group of people in the church, a certain team who help set up services. Because as you start to serve, that's when you get excited. The most boring thing is to be a Christian who's not engaged. I'd rather not even be a Christian if it it meant that I couldn't be involved and do something. There's a motor inside me that wants to, wants to hum, wants to pull a load, wants to bear a burden. And even though it's a little heavy, a little irksome, it's like work sometimes, 
Once I start that motor up, I'm smiling through and through because suddenly I'm finding I'm living for God. I'm living for others and not just living for me. Not doing what I want to do all the time. I'm driving people home. I'm serving. I'm making up meals for others. I'm reading in the hospital to other people. I'm visiting. And my life becomes activated. And in that activation, there's a, there's a blessing. There's oil. Don't let anything shut that gift down. It says fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. What a beautiful thing. Maybe our mental disorders are not just chemical. Maybe too much fear has gotten in our lives. Can I just say a little, a little aside here? Chris and I, when we're watching TV, one of those horror movie trailers come on, I switch them off. I don't even want to watch the ad. The little doll with the cracked head and you know, the hand coming through the wall. I don't want those images in my head. There's a feeling that comes with those things. And especially for kids. I prayed for a kid this last week who can't sleep at night, has got nightmares because they just watched the ad for a horror movie. And it just keeps on coming back to them. Our son Joseph, we had to put a coat over the knob in his room because he watched a movie and there was this little demon in it that, that like looked like a knob running around. It was an alien sort of movie. And every, he'd be looking at the knob on the door thinking the demon had gotten inside. Kids have impressionable minds. Why does that happen? Because the enemy wants to create a fear that he can gain access into a person's life and terrorize them from within. Anyway, I'll get off that soapbox. I'm just saying, I'm trying to look after you. You, you can't expose yourself to everything in life with impunity. It has consequences and we should, we should be careful about what we let through our eyes into our, into our thinking. Because fear, it says here, will rob you of a sound mind. Fear will rob you of love. Fear will rob you of power, energy in your life. The greatest way to overcome any of those things is to have Jesus come into your world, into your heart. And I know this morning's been a, a slightly longer service than, than any others, uh, than others that we have, but I, I would like you to just, just stay with me for these next two minutes. Thanks for listening. You can order any of Pastor Phil's resources at philpringle.com or at c3store.com. We are always encouraged to hear the stories of great decisions you have made and the great things God is doing in your life. So if you have a story to share or if you have a prayer request, please email us at podcast at myc3church.net.